Sorry to our fans for taking last week off, but we had a family emergency come up. But we are back with our own brand of stupidity. We are back to break down what's probably the greatest NFL weekend ever. Uh, with all four games coming down to the last play of the game. So we break down all the games, give our um, opinions on how it went, how it should have gone, and what it means for the conference championships. We also give our feelings on the Aaron Rodgers drama that is to come that we really don't want to talk about. It's like Lord Voldemort, you don't talk about it until it actually happens. And we do break down the NBA talk. Um, and I show the, the symptoms of sleep deprivation from a new baby when I forgot about Kansas City's recent Super Bowl. Um, and we also show the detriment of trying to record these things as quickly as possible as we did not see Golden State's massive victory against Dallas the night that we recorded this. Coming up on this episode of Sandlot Sports. So, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers real quick. So as far as the teams that he We have to. Go to. He's gone. He's home. <laughs> we have to talk about him. This is what he wants. He wants potions made by his girlfriend in this conversation. <laughs> I'm, I'm just curious to what team he could, like, well, I know he can go to just about any team and contribute, but, like, I saw something about the Titan, about Aaron Rodgers that- being on the Titan. Welcome to Sandlot Sports. I am Adam Capison. I'm here with Dorian Cody. The coaching carousel just got more interesting. Yes. And B.J. Thomas. Fuck football. So, so <laughs> on I the basketball the, the season, NFC, just like that. Ching! Door shut. So, so, so the NFC West should only play for the championship. No other division should play. They're just the NFC West is so dominant. Oh wait, oh, shit. This isn't college football this week. My bad. So <laughs> screw that narrative. Um, let's let's go with a different narrative. Um, that, that's actually not. A, that's actually not a good comparison because in the NFL, <laughs> the teams are forced to play each other. Yeah, well, they should probably fix that in college. Um, so. I expect this from from casual fans because they don't know any different. I don't expect it from people who should know better. So I have one thing to say to people who want to change the, the NFL overtime system. F off. You don't know what you're talking about. Just stop it. Yeah, because the way the college one used to be where it was like a one o'clock in the morning overtimes and shit. <laughs> like the one that Eli was involved in, was it six? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I, six, I know somewhere, it, somewhere it stopped. The, the, the worst one was the LSU, Texas A&M, seven overtime. Like no human should be made to play football for that long consecutively. No. And, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm sick and tired of people saying, well, the game was decided by a coin toss. No, it wasn't. They didn't flip the coin I, and say, okay, Kansas City, you win. They said, Kansas right. City, you get the ball. Buffalo, go stop them. I right. saw a quote by Keenan Allen, I believe it was, <clears throat> who said the defense wins championships. <laughs> <laughs> there you go, bud. <laughs> there you go. But also, I too, mean, didn't I, in 2019 the owners voted against that, it? By the way, was that didn't yeah. have an owners meeting and they voted against the, it, right? The Chiefs voted against it. Yeah, yeah, and the Bills voted against. It. Yeah, oh, well, yeah. Did you know why? It's effing stupid. <laughs> Keep it the way it is. If you don't like it, play defense. I like and it. It's so intense. It's so intense. Yeah. It's either going to happen now or never. Exactly. If you think your defense is gas and you can't stop them, fine. Go for an onside kick. You'll yeah. surprise everybody. Exactly. And then on the flip side, too, when you're on defense, if you get an interception, depends on where you are, a couple of plays, you kick a field goal, game's over. Yeah, yeah. So play defense. I'm, I'm sorry. You know, and, and Buffalo, and Dave Davis, you know, UCF brother, great. Um, okay, play defense baby. with 13 seconds. I mean, yeah. that's all you got to do. Just, he had 13 seconds to stop him. You didn't. Too bad. So sad. Whoever got that ball, I was going to win. Uh, both defenses yeah. were gassed and both offenses were running on a high level. Exactly. So, Another thing, too, for individuals saying that the Bills were stupid to kick it into the end zone, if they would have if they would have kicked it onside, not onside, but they would like did a, a squid kick or something kick. like that, what if something happened to where that ball would have bounced back up towards them <laughs> and the Kansas City ended up getting the ball like at the 50 or something? So well, I and think that's the thing. I, I, yeah, I keep hearing that. It's like, well, they should have squibbed it. Okay, so you squib it. Most squib kicks are at the 30 or 35. It's kind of when, it, when it's recovered. That's and plus 10 yards right there. Yeah, the clock doesn't start until they touch it. So right. they would have just gotten it and fallen down wherever it was because once you give so, up your, okay. once you give up yourself they, they call it yeah so, so the time ends may, there maybe maybe a second so 12 seconds and you give them 10 yards yep. that's not a smart coaching decision nope. right so <laughs> you got to do it you got to give them the touchback right. yeah make make them drive the, the 50 yards or 40 yards that they need for your field goal and again and I, stop them right and cold you know i'm not so sure about these shorter kicks that can wobble and go out of bounds either because then you're going to give them the yeah. ball even better field position. So I just don't, yeah. I don't know. I, 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 the touchback's the only answer. 
Because yeah. you don't want them to return it for sure. I don't want exactly. that to happen. Exactly. And and honestly, had had that final two minutes not been great, and that was like phenomenal final two minutes of that game. No one's even talking about the, you know the overtime rules. And I we'll, we'll get to all the games, and I, I want to talk about all of them. I I got multiple questions on the Kansas City game. The first of all though, was why was Tyreek Hill not flagged? For taunting at the that point really frustrated me. Yeah, that really I mean, frustrated I, me. I don't. I I didn't have a problem with it, but they've been calling it all season. Right. That's what I'm saying. That's the only reason it frustrated me. I don't care that he did it. I don't. Yeah. I think the taunting rule is a little excessive this year, anyway. Right, right. If, I if think I'm owning that, you all game, I don't know why I can't tell you that I'm owning you once, as long as I'm not talking about your mom or anything. We just walk away yeah. and go back to our huddle after I scream at you. I don't see what's wrong right. with that. Right. Exactly. <clears throat> I think the refs didn't want to have that be a deciding factor in, in, in a game. It doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter right. what the refs want. It doesn't matter what the refs want. I hate okay, that. Okay, so if right. there's a Hail Mary in the end zone, can I tackle yeah. the, the receiver because the ref doesn't want to be involved? Right, but I'm I'm just talking, again, I'm just saying, like, why else would they not make that call? I mean, obviously, it should be a constant penalty, but they didn't call it. I'm, I'm just... Thinking, no, well, maybe they're should, like, you know, it what? should be a taunting penalty based on the rules as they are now. Let's make that make sure that's clear. I'm not sure any of the three of us think that that's an actual penalty. I think that's part no, of the game. I, right. But he the did way it to somebody in front of him now, this time, yeah. Do you know how fast you have to be to talk shit to people in front of you? <laughs> they had an angle on him, too. Had an angle, it doesn't matter. There's no angles on Tyreek Hill, yeah. Yeah, uh, so many questions in that in, in that game. Um, and then also, too, I found out that the the pass that Pat Mahomes gave to uh, Kelsey, that wasn't even the correct route he was supposed to run. He pretty much changed that last minute, and Pat Mahomes was like, go for it, which gave them the go-ahead to uh, yeah. to kick that field goal, which is crazy. Between great and good. Yeah, yeah, and, and, that's, that, and that's the thing with great receivers and great quarterbacks is they can make that adjustment together at the line. You know, okay, this is going to be a better route run. And that is something that they're teaching now in college with these one receivers. It's not just you go out, you run your route. Is you have these route combinations that, depending on what the coverage is, you di- you dictate what the route is. Right. And it's making smarter receivers, but you you've got to be perfectly in sync with your quarterback when you do that. Exactly. And I I don't know if anyone else is more in sync than Kelsey and Mahomes. Nope. Maybe, Maybe Adams Allen and Rodgers, but it doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to Karen Rodgers later. <laughs> and then you know Gronk and Brady. Which didn't help. Could have, but that was that's a whole nother wow. Well, they were missing parts of their offensive line, two of their probably top five receivers. I mean, yeah. that was tough. We we can say Brady this, Brady that, still eleven on eleven. Yeah, but the thing Brady. about it is that blown coverage though for me. Like, how you not like Cooper Cup is is like numero uno on the field. You got to have a guy that's going to okay. be over the top of them. I've, I've watched that sequence multiple times just because I think it's actually kind of funny. And what I've noticed multiple times is, one, Tampa actually screwed themselves by sacking Stafford the play before. Because they blitzed the play before, sacked him, forced him to call a timeout. And in Arian's mind, he's thinking, if I sack him again, we go to overtime because they won't have time to line back up and we're fine. So, um, you know, he remember, he's Mr. Mr. No Risket, No Biscuit. Mm-hmm. So he risked it. Didn't have safety help. And that, that was his problem. And the second thing I noticed was that when Cup caught it, he bounced back up and immediately ran the ball to the umpire. Yeah, yeah. Unlike some people in Dallas. <laughs> yeah, well, that's funny because at the end of the game, when Tom Brady was trying to do that, the Bucks spotted the ball and snapped it. Nothing was said. So there you go. Nice. It, is it was close to being a Dallas joke. It was almost a <laughs> Dallas joke. You almost had traction hey, we missed, and just fell apart. We missed last week. I, I, I've been saving the joke for weeks. That's my fault. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Get them all out. I just figured I'd let you guys say what you want to say to make yourself feel better but you have to remember there's a difference between Cowboys fan and other fans we don't give a flying shit about your teams like we don't we don't <laughs> we don't talk I only talk about them when I'm talking to you but like any other time I don't ever bring them up I don't ever bring them up it's like talking about a you know like a, a printing press or something it was good once it was once good <laughs> well, speaking well, of one that's how many that's how many playoff victories Doc has which is half as many as Joe Burrow has nice nice <laughs> That's don't Blake Bortles have more playoff wins than Dak Prescott? Yes, probably. Yes, he does. Wow, probably. That says a lot. <laughs> that <laughs> says a lot. Where, so where did Nick that fall? get you? The where same place he got the Cowboys. Same place. In fact, no, we're like five Super Bowls behind that. Man, no, we're not. That's oh, not oh, fair. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. We're hold talking on, about franchises. On, we're talking about franchises. We're discussing hold franchises. On. We're just once you once you shifted to past players, we're now discussing franchises. Okay, here's the deal. BJ is 100 right. The Dallas Cowboys are America's team because they represent America. Live in the past, don't live in the present, and forget about everything. 
as well as you guys represent Detroit, a rusting shithole. And we know about Jacksonville. Let's not even start talking about Jacksonville. We're talking. Look, man. The Let's bottom, talk about they found the, the biggest expect- swamp in Florida, and they're like, put a port in it. The difference that, is no, that's the how expectations. It yeah, the, the expectations for the Lions and the Jaguars are here. We them boys. I've been hearing that for the past what what season? Like the whole season, like twenty five years. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's true. Twenty five years. <laughs> yes, absolutely. And it's like I don't know. Maybe- Our management is always attempting whether their means work or not, their thought processes work or not, is attempting to put us in a position to win a Super Bowl. You guys work for people that are collecting your fucking money. Well, I would say this about my my ex-mother-in-law is like they were saying, you know, my ex-wife would say, well, her heart was in the right place. That's great. Can her brain be there too? Hey, as as long as long as we have both, that's all we need. But in all seriousness, um this Sean Payton situation, I don't know. I'm keeping my eyes on on that with the Cowboys, man, because Jerry it Jones, I was reading. If, no? if he's already talking about a break, he's not coming this year. I'll tell you that. Because uh, for him to leave the Saints and come to the Cowboys, do you know what kind of pressure that would create? Do you, I mean, physics of Earth might change. It could be <laughs> – it just – I'm telling you, like, think think about the media. The media might die from, like, spontaneous combustion. <laughs> the collective media, the sports media might implode. How would we not talk about this? How would we not talk about Sean Payton? in the Cowboys every week next year. Talk about the Cowboys every week anyway. What the hell's yeah. the difference? I don't, that, not because of me. I try not to. <laughs> well, um, ESPN talks about the Cowboys every waking second. So, I, I mean, stopped watching them. Stephen A. Smith smoking a cigar every time the Cowboys lose. I'm I stopped about- watching them. Once Once ESPN started pushing gambling so hard, I was like, ugh. Yeah. ugh. <laughs> I don't know. Just I don't like it. It just rubs me the wrong way. That wasn't... Now, the, I know things change, but I don't think that had to change. The Peyton situation just, really got me thinking just how good Drew Brees was. Mm-hmm. Because look at that team this year and really the only difference was was minus Drew Brees right. and compared to, to last year just how great he was even with his noodle arm and right. I, you know, I'm wondering how much the failed Taysom Hill experiment cost Peyton his job because he's like I don't want to do this anymore mm, whatever that contract stays with the Saints though <laughs> yeah. that's crazy uh, got his boy paid and got out Sean Payton is free of that contract he fulfilled his obligation so him catching him at a strip club without his wife it won't be a problem now I don't know how else else he got paid that much <laughs> how, how did he get paid as much you got me i don't know and then who'd you who'd you compare him to the other day well because i was making the joke because you called debo samuel a swiss army knife and that's that's always the joke about Taysom hill is that he's a swiss oh. army knife oh. no no debo has a lot of talent debo is man debo should be like a breakout player of the year he's always been good but he hasn't been this yeah. i'm waiting for them to line up debo at quarterback this week he could he could play safety at some point. I don't know what the hell's yeah. going on out there anymore. Yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt. I wouldn't doubt that he could tackle. Would you doubt that he can tackle? <laughs> no. The way he no. runs the football as a wide receiver. That's crazy. Sometimes I forget he's even a receiver. I'm like, damn, he can run. Like the way he sees the those spaces and he, like he's patient going to the hole. I'm like, damn, impressive. Well, it, oh, right. The question is, is, is that all on Debo Samuel or is that on Kyle Shanahan for going, we got to get you the ball somehow, any way we can. Well, Debo's Debo. So something was seen yeah. in practice and they were like, oh, <laughs> like, yeah. okay, we'll feed you and work <laughs> off everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. That does, that does worry me because, you know, played 17 regular season games. And now you have, he's going to have what? Four playoff well, games if they go all the way. Am I correct? Yeah. And Wild card, division, championship, Super Bowl, if they go all the way. So I mean that's a lot of football for any human. That's we're talking twenty-one games now. Yeah. A lot of football. Yeah. Well, he 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 was out for a couple of weeks during the season, so it's not a full twenty-one. But your point is still valid. Yeah, mm-hmm. that just tells me that we've taken a chunk out of the granite block there. Like we've we found a weakness. So <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And during the season, like that stuff doesn't really heal, does it? It gets better. It might feel a little better. No, I don't know if no, it ever you, really heals. You don't it. fully heal mid-season. That's no, no, and especially when you're running the football. Yeah. Wide receivers are different because. What they probably get tackled forty percent less than running backs, fifty percent mm-hmm. less. It could be more. Um, so that's a little different. But he's doing both now, yeah. and I'm I'm sure he, he got back to return a punt once, didn't he? I, he I did. know it was a kickoff. I don't know about a punt. Kickoff. Okay, yeah. yeah kickoff. And those are certified car crashes if it's a return. Certified yeah. car crashes. If you don't go out of bounds, you're getting hit by an eighteen mile an hour, two hundred twenty pound man. Like, yeah. yeah, game on. So. I just worry about stuff like that as I worry about Josh Allen running the football 15 times a game. Yeah. Like uh, I worry about both those things. These are grown men out here. This is not NCAA. They will knock you the hell out. Right. And I guess my question is, do the coaches really care? And, and I'm not saying they're, they're in heat and, you know, horrible human beings, but, 
They care about this season and this season only. So if Debo can take them to the Super Bowl, who cares when he's like in three or four years? Yeah. <clears throat> well, Shanahan protecting your court- can't walk. Protecting your quarterback sure works for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. This was true. So, you know, I just uh well, and that's it, what worries me about Burrow. The coach is the parent of the situation. The coaches are the parents of the situation. They have to save you from yourself sometimes. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Their job. And yeah. eventually, uh Doug McDermott's gonna have to say, look, you we can't do this so much. It needs to be an emergency th- emergency thing or a clutch thing, not the modus operandi. Right, not not how we operate. Not mm-hmm. design quarterback sweeps. Oh man! Like and if I'm a linebacker, wonder, yeah, this is my chance. Yeah. This is my chance to get that ankle, knee, hip, anything. Just make it hurt. Exactly. Yeah, it, it's one thing to scramble around back there, like like you know, good old Steve Young or Randy Cunningham. And if you want to run, that's fine. But as an offensive coordinator, designed. QB sweeps in the NFL are dangerous. Here's the thing, though. He's about 10 pounds heavier and three inches taller than most people he's running into. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's, it's a very, and you know, the hammer usually wins. Like, yeah. But so it, it's a, it accumulates. If, you know, if Zeke gets hurt, they've got Tony Pollard back there. Mm-hmm. If Allen gets hurt, who does Buffalo have? Better find a running back. Better, <laughs> you better switch to the Wildcat. <laughs> yeah. But that's my point, is he's too valuable at that position to be doing this this stuff yeah oh oh man we're talking about good quarterbacks and i saw a funny post before i got online rex rex ryan i think i sent it to you guys said that if uh, aaron Rodgers goes to denver he'll be the third best quarterback in that division oh <laughs> yeah duh. he's not wrong sick, sick burns sick yeah. burns yeah. whatever you say that's from the top rope yeah and aaron Rodgers took it that a... way because he's like the kevin durant of the nfl yeah, yeah. i said but it Mo- yeah mahomes is one herbert's damn close to two yeah and you know, rogers has fallen off I'll tell you what, if some things are different for the Chargers, um, it wasn't the offense that cost them the game. It was coaching. Yeah, so that guy was forcing balls in windows that should not have been – that was Brett Farvian, the way he ended that game, fitting balls into places where it shouldn't be and making – it was great to watch. I hope he continue his ascent. It'd be fun to have, like, five great quarterbacks at the same time again. So so let's talk about it. Let's talk about Aaron Rodgers real quick. So as far as the teams that he – We have to. to. He's gone. He's home. We have to talk about him. This is what he wants. He wants potions made by his girlfriend in this conversation. I'm I'm just curious to what team he could like. Well, I know he can go to just by any team and contribute, but like I saw something about the Titans, about Aaron Rodgers being on the Titans. That would not be funny. I don't want to ever hear that again. No, I don't want to ever hear that again. He's never had a running back like that, and then he's had receivers like AJ Brown Mm -hmm. and uh, Julio. I don't ever want to hear that again. That would be a real problem. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't deserve that. He deserves, Miami. he deserves Miami. No <laughs> running back, wide receivers, partial defense. Have fun in the sun. <laughs> Watch okay. Brady retire yeah. and Rodgers places, replaces Brady with Bruce Arians. That's crazy. That that? Well, and and here's the here's the thing about about the Karen Rogers situation is, it, yeah. Um, if he stays on the team, it's a twenty six million dollar cap hit. If they cut him, it's still a nineteen million dollar cap hit. If That's seven million him, extra. It's seven million extra. If they trade him, I think they get whatever the contracts they get back. The problem mm-hmm. is no one no one's gonna trade the passes because not if, if, you want, if you want. It's known that he wants out anyways. Yeah, like the, mm-hmm. that devalues like the whole trade market for him because he yeah. wants out of there. So the Green Bay the Packers are gonna have to settle for what they can get. Because mm-hmm. we've seen a pissed off Aaron Rodgers is hilarious for us, one, but not so good for your franchise. Mm-hmm. No. And and I'm going to say this. I know Peyton Manning was the greatest regular season quarterback of all time. Aaron Rodgers is number two. Not one of them are great in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. No. I think Peyton was 14 and 13. Um, Rodgers was 11 and 10. He, he had that mm-hmm. one year we went to the Super Bowl and because he played, I think he played um, a backup quarterback and you know, Cutler was hurt that year in Chicago. And... That's it. That's the only time he's ever been to the Super Bowl. He's he's basically the Nick Foles of Green Bay. <laughs> Damn. And Green Bay can't afford to keep him. They're they're gonna be forty million dollars over the over the cap next year anyway. Yep. So I can't wait for this offseason. It's gonna be stupid. Yeah. Oh something came out um they were saying how uh the raiders could be in play for Aaron Rodgers they talked about trading and Jim Harbaugh uh, Derek Carr to uh Green Bay for uh Aaron Rodgers and something. Oh, that's pretty oh, interesting. Could you imagine the Derek Carr end of that deal? Hearing that news, be like, "Fuck, really?" <laughs> like, out there with those, out there with those hicks and milk and cheese and fucking frigid weather. I gotta go to Green Bay. God dang it! <laughs> well, see, and, and the the thing with that is, all the hey, don't you knows. <laughs> 
that basically says Green Bay has given up on Jordan Love. I mean, if wouldn't if you? They trade. Well, yeah, but yeah. most GMs are not that <laughs> no, not that smart. Most GMs oh. will double and triple down on their dumbass pick. They should do and that. And that's basically. I would, I would love Thompson to see Green Bay revert to pre Favre Green Bay. That would be great. With Don Mikowski. Yes, that'd be fine. Pre Mike Holmgren. Yeah, somebody mentioned it um, today. Is the past thirty years Green Bay has had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks back-to-back and have won two um, Super Bowls. See, at least none of us can say that. This is true. Yeah, at least none of us can say that. We didn't waste two careers. I mean, you wasted the career of Calvin Johnson, Barry Sanders, but those weren't like Hall of Fame quarterbacks. No. Just running backs and receivers. So we'll, we'll let you off the hook there. But Green Bay has pretty much wasted two of the greatest careers we've seen. Yeah. You think two Super Bowls for guys like that would not even be a thought. Like, sure, I, I always expect they won two Super Bowls. Nope. Yeah, yeah you would think, you think they would on two separately. Like, yeah, two, four total yes yeah excuse me yeah but but their combined super bowl wins in 30 years matches ben roethlisberger Mm. think about that and their combined super bowl mvps matches ben roethlisberger bathroom ben goddamn in fact their combined (laughs) super bowl mvps matches nick Foles. damn think about that oh man Oh man! Because don't don't forget, Brett Favre never won Super Bowl MVP. That was Desmond Howard. Yes, it was. Desmond Howard. So now, and I, I I asked you a question a couple of weeks ago before we took a break about who would win more Super Bowls in the in the next ten years, Pat Mahomes or Joe Burrow? And I believe your answer was Pat Mahomes because you couldn't see Cincinnati ever win the Super Bowl. Is, has that changed? No, still Cincinnati. Okay. Until otherwise, it's okay. still the fucking Bengals. <laughs> All right, that's what I'm sticking with. They got to prove it. They win it, I'll change my tune. And I I will say this, and it goes back to the the best weekend of football we've ever seen. There were two two playoff records broken this past weekend on losing teams. Gabe Davis had the most receiving touchdowns ever in a game. What was it? Eight for 201? Four touchdowns? 201, four touchdowns, yeah. 208, Mm. 208. Mm. And the Titans tied the record for most sacks in the game and still lost. Man, that, that was tough to watch Joe Burrow getting hit like that like man was y'all chip put a tight end back there do something like do do y'all know you're supposed to stop them from coming in does anybody know jujitsu like (laughs) (laughs) golly just go 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 get a personal file teach him a lesson do something yeah that was tough to watch and and did not care hung in there and still did what he needed to do yeah did you know why that offense he has jamar chase out there that dude (laughs) well 350 jamar He's special, man. He is special. In a league that I lost Christian McCaffrey, I still won the championship basically because Jamar Chase. (laughs) (laughs) BJ, you said it best. It's like, you don't have to be as fast as Tyreek Hill to be fast. Yeah, Yeah, like Tyreek's a different (laughs) level and he's super fast, but to be fast enough, you don't have to be as fast as Tyreek and Jamar Chase is fast enough. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And, you know, it's very deceptive to see how fast somebody's running because there's different styles. Like Tyree's got that little choppy style, mm-hmm. and uh, Jamar Chase is a strider. Once he gets out, yeah. he yeah. looks like a sprinter. So yeah. I don't know. I'd like I'll... to see him. I'd like to see him in a foot race before we say no. You're not as fast as Tyree. <clears throat> You know, competition can make up for tenths of seconds. Yeah. You know, if you get somebody out there and it's like you get in that race. So I'm just kind of anytime you split, anytime you split an NFL defense split, you choose not to juke. You choose not to cut. You say, no, I I can go right down the middle. That's something. Yeah, Jamar true. Chase ran a four three four at the combine, guys. Yeah, I saw that. I was actually gonna look up Tyreek's uh, forty. Tyreek's was that was fast. Was a four two nine. That's insane. So it would yeah. be a good race. Yeah, it'd be fun to watch. That six hundred a six hundredths difference. Adrenaline could fix that. Yeah. Put somebody yeah. next to Real somebody. Quick. Adrenaline could fix six tenths. So, <clears throat> but on both sides, Tyreek could run the fastest he's ever run. If you get the right guy out there. Plus, you, and, you know, know, I mean, you got track. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. No, yeah, you go ahead. No, no, no. I was saying, you know, you got track speed and you got football speed. And like Jamar Chase, like on a football field, you know, he he's like right under two week, in my opinion. Like right under, but it's not far because again, he split defenses running straight ahead. So um you know, keep that in mind as well. He's also four yeah. inches taller. That's the key. That's, know, you know what I mean? That's the crazy ask, thing about it. The question, who, who would you rather have of the, the top receivers that are left? Mm-hmm. Cup, Hill, Chase, or, or Debo. Debo? And uh, my answer was Cup. Why? Because yeah. he's just as fast and he's taller. At the, combine, at the combine, he ran a 4.62. You asked Tampa how fast he is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, quick, quick and shifty makes up for speed. speed. So he's also... He can also gain separation by being agile. So yeah, and and did they just like add a half a second because he's white? Is that just what happened? <laughs> like, I don't know, but he's catching. Jerry a lot of Rice was fast, but he was always open. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's so all 
it, it's about it's about the ability to um, move your feet and your hips. Yep. yep. Sure. But yeah, if 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 it's two four point seven one, just yeah. a reminder, just a reminder, four point seven one for Jared. And Dorian, to your question, you know, it's two two seconds left. Dress your opponent's eighteen down by four. Who you're going? I'm going cop because I can go in the end zone. I know he can jump. This was Jamar Chase's first year in the league. Give me that dude. <laughs> Yeah, dude. <laughs> and let's just be honest joe burrows is good but would you say joe burrows is a top five quarterback not yet what would not jamar yet. chase be like if it was jamar chase and, and patrick mahomes instead of tyree kill you see what i'm saying so yeah. like yeah that would be that's what i'm saying i'll take jamar chase rookie year like that give it to me i'll take the next 10 years as long okay, as he's not here's, enough here's question, you know okay speaking of that so here's a question for you better rookie year chase or moss Okay. We have to talk. This is man. a audible podcast. <laughs> Moss was special, man. Like, yeah. Like, and the thing about it is, Moss did his damage with on Thanksgiving. Quarterback. Yeah, Randall Cunningham, I believe his first quarterback was. Yeah, oh, yeah, his first one. And then Cooper. Yeah, a and over the hill, Randall. Randall was starting to peak out. Well, obviously not. Thirteen hundred yards and seventeen touchdowns is a little hard to beat. Right. <laughs> what the hell do you expect from this kid on sixty-nine receptions? On sixty-nine receptions, <laughs> what was it? What was the Thanksgiving one? He had three receptions, a hundred something yards, and three touchdowns. Shut up! <laughs> shut up! <laughs> That's what you get for telling uh, somebody you're going to draft him and you don't draft him. They're like, "Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, all right." Well, you Aaron Rodgers tried oh. it against San Francisco, and you see what happened with that. Dude, could you imagine Randy Moss with the Cowboys, bro? Like that—that that was just the football gods. Like, nah, it's not going to be fair. Nah, we can't. We can't let this happen. Quick no, question. No, 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 no. Quick question. Um, is it okay for Jimmy G? to walk off the field and flick off the owner's box every time he wins a football game? I think it is. I think, I think you turn is. around and be like, fuck you, and then go into the locker room. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they keep saying this and that about him, and he just keeps moving forward. Yep. And, and I, I keep saying this about Jimmy. Okay, He typically will not lose you a game. Right. And he, he didn't make plays on, on Saturday. I think it was like 11 for 17 for like a buck 30, buck 40. Not good numbers at all, but he didn't lose the game. Right. He kept them close enough mm-hmm. where the, def- the special teams made a play, yep. and that's all they needed. Yep. Yeah, but we do worry at times Jimmy G can turn into Jimmy G and he starts to morph into that yeah. cousins and throw an interception. Like, why would you throw that? <laughs> when, when bad Jimmy comes out, you just kind of go, <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but this Jamar game, Chase, Rams, so. uh, Jamar has four less touchdowns and 12 more receptions, mm-hmm. but he's also got like 140 yards more. 142 yeah. yards more. Yeah, you know, and 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 I I made that question because the ash, the upper echelon for rookie wide receivers is small. Like he is the pinnacle. I mean, this and is I, number two now. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, I don't know how else to say it. But my thing is when when uh, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, we were both at LSU. People, when Jamar Chase took that year off, everyone was flocking over to uh, Justin Jefferson. But the coaches at LSU was like, no, 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 Justin is good, but that Jamar is something special. And it seems as if everyone was like, yeah, but he didn't play a year, this, that, and the third. And no, now we no, see. No. It's 11 games that his knees has in him, has left in him. Uh, let extra let me check that because I didn't think Jefferson played there without Chase. Right, right, exactly. But remember, um, I think Jamar, is it is it that one Jamar set out? I think Jamar the year, set out right? the COVID year, but that was Jefferson. That was Jefferson's rookie year, was it? I thought I, I thought that they were both supposed to come out together. No, or or did he decide? Oh no, Jamar decided to stay back and then Justin went. Yeah, yeah, okay. But but um, I was watching. It was um, they were they were talking about the combine and they were talking about those two receivers and they were saying how Justin Jefferson were like not there was some like he was like miles ahead of Jamar but they were like you know he's like more better prepared and whatnot and then I remember it was um Ryan Clark was like I don't know what they're saying but he was like this Jamar Chase kid when he comes in the league he's gonna wreck shop and people were and people like were on Justin Jefferson but now we see that Jamar Chase is that guy man I, I I told you guys during the during the draft episode that Chase was going to be special my only concern was him taking that year off because mm-hmm. we we'd seen that before with Mike Williams with Maurice Claret with uh, taking uh, your uh, off. Uh, you're good. talking about two guys who are like donuts. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> okay, so that's what we have to understand here is these guys are they didn't do anything for their diet. I mean, they mm-hmm. may have worked out, but it didn't it didn't really look like it. Mm-hmm. So we had. 
obviously Jamar kept himself in really good shape. And that was the difference. Yeah. yeah. So, or he sat around and did the same thing and he has one of those freak bodies that just processes it all. And, you know, cause those I, exist too. I'm gonna, Don't understand. I'm going to go with the, yeah, but I'm going to go with the former because he took the year off for COVID. Yeah. If he took the year off because he wanted to go by Calvin around Europe. I would say, yeah, he just likes, he's just a freak specimen, but he took the year off to stay healthy away from COVID. And so I think oh. he, he takes his health seriously. I was looking up Calvin Johnson's stats to compare his rookie stats. And all I'll do is prove my point earlier is that you guys crushed dreams. He had 48 receptions for 756 yards and four touchdowns. Okay, are you ready for the next interesting stat that I got while looking at this sad, sad sheet of stats? He played 16 games on the record, the record year, 122 catches. 122 catches, 1,964 yards. I would love somebody to tell me how many touchdowns that man had. Seven. Five. Five. Yeah. He played 16 well, games. Six. He set a record. He had 1,964 yards. He's six foot five. He has five touchdowns. Well, and, and that's why, you know, the, the Detroit Lions are the American dad character. Haley, drink, smasher, Smith. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting off. The, I'm trying not to. I don't want to cry on the podcast so i'm gonna turn that i'm gonna back out of that page i feel better now <clears throat> sorry yeah. freak athlete oh, he can probably on, jump on over that buildings note, probably the single bound because he is superman so we're gonna take a quick break and we'll be right back want more sandlot sports follow us on facebook at sandlot sports and on twitter at podcast sandlot <laughs> and we're back and, and so during the break we we're talking about the interception and, and the tennessee game and i know bj you and i were going back and forth that when the ball hits the ground it's not a completion especially he if froze I, he froze the motion of that ball had... and the ground did not make the ball shift in any way shape or form in his possession that's a catch See, and, he, and here's the problem with the nfl is des bryant broke the system des just bryant caused, caused the system just to, to go into a glitch and now people can't figure out what a catch is because he caught mm-hmm. it he caught it they told they stole tony romo's super bowl and aaron Rodgers didn't make it past the nest round anyways Pieces yeah. of shit. <laughs> and and honestly, Tony Robo probably stole Buffalo Super Bowl too by jinxing them. Ha! I love it. You're talking about the five interceptions in the first half and then won the game anyways? No, I'm talking about them when he jinxed Buffalo uh, on Sunday when he said the game was over with 13 seconds left. He knows better than that. He had more fourth quarter comebacks during his career than any quarterback during that time. He what are you doing, it. Tony? <laughs> Well, it's like Drew, you know, Drew Brees well, let's just change the, the overtime rules. So. That was also, we also saw some freak things this weekend. So let's just be honest about that. We saw some things that are quite out of the normal. At one time at the end of that game, both teams had a 98% chance of winning. And and then we saw things that are, are standard, you know, like Ryan Tannehill throwing an interception. That pissed um, me off. <laughs> I really wanted to see King Henry go up north and destroy Aaron Rodgers, but he won't even be there. No, uh, you know. Hey. And, I know everybody was blaming Aaron for that for that game, and yeah, he played horribly. I blame the play calling. It was cold, like <laughs> bone chilling. I don't want to catch the ball cold. Why do you continuously throw the ball? I want to Bill you Belichick, scored. Derrick Henry. Yeah, do what he did in Buffalo to smash, 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 <laughs> smash, smash. Somebody's gonna give. Either yeah. I'm gonna have to pull Derrick out, or you're gonna have to rotate your whole defense. Yeah. <laughs> Just break a ball, <laughs> smash it. Yep, that's what it is. That's They're, exactly what it is. The first. The Damien Harris can do it. Touchdown. Yeah, the first drive when they scored a touchdown, they ran the ball five times. And their first drive, half half their plays were, were running plays. Scored a touchdown. The rest of the game where they led the majority of the game, they ran 15 times. In the snow, where it's cold. And it hurts to catch. Pound the ball. Yeah. Make Just them pound pay. it. Pound Break the them. I would have been yeah. showing Derrick Henry. Uh, I would show the whole team Brandon Jacobs highlights. That's yeah. what we're doing. That. Yeah. Like, yeah. to show the game film from New England Buffalo earlier. Like, we're doing that. Aaron, I don't care if you think you can throw. You're not. Give the ball yeah. to them. Let them beat the crap out of them. Exactly. That play action. Yeah. I don't want Aaron Rodgers in Tennessee. He doesn't deserve all that. Yeah. But if he does. Mm. <laughs> Did you see that quote that he came out with this morning on or on Pat oh. McAfee's podcast about whining about all the people tuning in because of his uh, rooting against him because of his vaccination status? So now is it, does he believe that the collective negative energy of the country towards him? Is that what we're doing now? Are we in the voodoo stage yeah. of this? <laughs> yeah. we're, we're blaming everybody else because he has gone full MAGA and it's everyone else's fault. And the hell, Damn he, he's saying that the 2020 election should be overturned. You know, he, he's doing all of it. So just rub some vitamin <sighs> D on your dick and, be, and move on. I used, to think like, <laughs> I used to think like, what did Aaron Rodgers' parents do to him to make him not like him? Now I'm like, oh. <laughs> They don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> now, no. Here's a question: Is it him? Is it Shalene Woodley, or do they just like finding each other just a collection of shit? Oh, you know, birds of a feather flock together. That's why we have to leave Florida soon. 
and you know there's a lot of things you can't say in Florida like the word gay yeah. um, critical race theory be, oh yeah. no you can yeah. say gay you just got to say it the right way that makes them comfortable it's a complete insult to whoever you're talking to that's how that's the only that, acceptable okay. way to say it My bad. yeah yeah I, I have bad. to correct you yeah you yeah. can say it yeah, you yeah. yeah. Well, we're let it, you know let people carry you know open carry firearms without a permit um we're going to put mi- microphones and cameras on teachers full 24 7 yeah, why not see this, this is what, what i want possibly go wrong it makes you want to buy a gun and then start carrying it at work and see how, how comfortable everybody is with me with a gun at work <laughs> no I, i'm not saying i would ever do anything but i'm just like that's i'm not comfortable people wearing their guns in public like i don't understand it mm. like this is what the yeah. world's come to like i go into walmart i go into target i've never once felt like man i wish i had my gun on me yeah. what are we doing like i i knew somebody that would always back into their parking it drove me nuts they would always back in and i asked him why do you always park you know, back in and they were like, well, I kiss him somewhere where shit is going down and I need my gun. Here's an idea. Stop being places where shit's going down. Well, unfortunately, nowadays, though, you go to like Church Street and get into some shit. So but yeah, I don't know when shit goes down. It's get the people I'm with and I love out of there. It's not stand and shoot everybody. I can get my hands like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the shooting is like if you're coming at my car and I was like, oh, well, I'm either going to hit you this car or shoot you. Like if you're trying to get in my car, that's different. But like the whole object is to get away. It's just get away, get yeah. your people and get away. Don't stay there. I don't want to be on the news either way. Okay, okay. I, I, I hate to break it to all these people that think that you know the good guy with guns will stop these shootings. You're not John McClane. And good guys and guns are <laughs> just going to add stop more. Hans Gruber. You're just going to be more injuries. <laughs> because these these part-time warriors that think they're going to pull their gun out and perform like somebody in the military and you know precisely snipe this guy out of a crowd with a pistol at thirty feet. She's going to fuck up. Yeah, they're gonna I be mean, more plexiglass burrs than John Wayne. The guys that do it for a living, the police, the military, they're all trained. Some of them, mm. unfortunately, have had to do it in situations that meant their life or somebody else's. Mm. What makes you think your fucking fat donut-eating ass is going to pop off your couch and save the world? You can't run a quarter mile. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> somebody, somebody had the best statistic. They said that in the best circumstance, um, a sniper is about 75% accurate. Okay. And those a guys are paid tra- to like do it as quickly and as efficiently as possible. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Now, a trained soldier is about 40% act. A trained police officer who regularly goes to the gun range is about 20 to 25% act. Okay. You're, and these are under perfect conditions. <clears throat> Something, you know, a trained, a civilian who goes to the range once a week is normally about 10% accurate with their bullet. Somebody who carries their gun with them at Starbucks gets frazzled when you, when you mentioned that, you know, Trump's PP tape and, mm. and, you know, something's going down. They've got stormtrooper aim. Half of them are going to have a hard time digging that gun out from under their roll. Pull the fucking roll up, <laughs> yank the gun out. And pow, pow, pow. Right in there. Yeah, sh- shoot the ground in their shit. foot and then somebody else. <laughs> like, yeah, these are people that can't handle the most basic of situations, but they're going to perform like a professional in a life or death situation. Okay. Not to mention a, li- a potentially life-saving situation. Okay, are we really going to say that the people who are upset that the green M&M have changed their shoes are going to save you in, a, in an active shooter? <laughs> I, did t- this really did I read something that Tucker Carlson said he wasn't turned on by the green M&M anymore? Yes. <laughs> like, look, look, dude, the only cartoon that is acceptable to get turned on by is Jessica Rabbit, you nasty bitch. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. Hey, these yeah. are the same people that are complaining that Lola Bunny from Space Jam 2 wasn't as sexist. She wasn't the first one. Yeah, because that's what her character was about was sex. That's, a, that's what the main requirement for Lola Bunny was, was fat ass. <laughs> Shut up. This is so frustrating. <laughs> this world is so frustrating. I want to leave the internet. <laughs> I want to leave the internet. Oh, man. It's, it's, somehow we have to get to our NFL pick. I don't know how. Well no, I'll, I'll just do Everything I wanted to happen has happened. <laughs> there's going to be, there's three quarterbacks, three franchises with the potential of winning a Super Bowl that haven't won it in quite some time. Yep. So that's cool. Have the Rams ever won it? Yeah. Oh. Kurt Warner, yeah. great yeah, show on turf. That's right. That's right. The LA Rams have never won. Yeah, they never won. They did have Eric Dickerson, though. True. Yeah. Cincinnati's nice. never won. And Kansas City hasn't won in our lifetime. So, yeah. Kansas City's won. That, Kansas, Pat Mahomes has a ring. Oh, that's right. That's what happens when you have a kid. You can't think straight. Yeah. Don't have four children. Don't have four children. <laughs> uh, so, so, BJ, uh, with the Cincinnati Kansas City game, Kansas City is a touchdown favorite. Who you got? Uh, I don't like this game as far as picking it. Um, 
you know what? Because of the edge in the running game, I'm gonna give it to Kansas or uh, Cleveland or Cincinnati, whoever the typically terrible the team is. <laughs> whoa, whoa! I knew the Chiefs had won a Super Bowl in our lifetime. Calm down. <laughs> 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 uh, man um as for me i think the game is gonna be a lot closer than what i've seen the uh, score but i'm picking kansas city and you know what i'm starting to wonder if the defenses aren't very close very close to equal so it's it's yeah. gonna come to the offensive side of the ball mm-hmm. that's what i feel like and i like the edge in the running game yeah and, and bj you're right i mean the offenses are very very similar I mean, Mahomes and Burrow are very, very close in talent. Mahomes has more experience, but Burrow's there in talent. And you you take the right receiving core for Cincinnati and put him against the right receiving core for Kansas City. I'd kind of give the edge Cincinnati in that, you know, because KC has Hill and and, um, Kelsey. And Hartman's good, but, you know, Cincinnati has Chase, has um, T. Higgins, and I forget the other guy's name, um, Tyler Boyd. Um, Tyler Boyd, yeah. Yeah, it's the wrong time to be Kansas City without Tyron Matthew too. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh shit! I totally got about that. We don't know, but he's in concussion protocol right now. He's got to pass some tests to get back into on the field. And not for nothing, but Joe Mixon's better than McKinnon. Mm. So as much as it Joe Mixon's better than anybody they got back there. I got Cincinnati going to the Super Bowl, dude. Think about our picks, BJ. We have I don't. I I don't know. Super Bowl. I know. Patrick Mahomes, the only one that can stop this. So the the other game this weekend, San Francisco in LA. Now, BJ, you're the one that said earlier this year it's hard to beat a team three times in a row. Yep. Well, that's true. San Francisco has beaten LA six times in a row. Yeah, so who's to say? And, you know, I'm kind of rooting for Jimmy G. I'm rooting for him. They don't want him. And he's like, well, guess what? (laughs) I might be your best option for a while. Do you trust Stafford? Nope. No. That took way too long for somebody that's watched him for 10 years. <clears throat> Had to get off mute. Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't trust him. I don't trust him. However, the Rams defense was, <sighs> the Bucks offensive line wasn't there. I, man, I don't know. I, I'm going to go 49ers. They're just tough. They're a tough team. They play defense. They've run the ball a bunch of different ways. And Jimmy G seems to be good enough right now, to be honest with you. So that's my pick. Dorian. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Th- this one is just tough for me because I, I I'm thinking about the last time the Rams and uh Niners played and how the Niners were able to run the ball down their damn throats and that's what I'm thinking of now. Um. But again, if I had to choose between Jimmy G and Matt Stafford, um, I think it's going to be um a new day. I think the uh. Defense on the Rams is, is going to prevail. I'm going with the Rams. Yeah, and, and here's the thing with the Rams. They have to win this game because there, there is no tomorrow because there's no next year. There's no five-year plan. Their this salary is, cap's jacked up. Mm-hmm. They don't have picks. If they don't win the Super Bowl this year, they are screwed. Yeah, because if, if you win a championship, you get like a five-year grace period to let your players leave and kind of rebuild. And then that's kind of the way they, especially if they haven't won it in a while. And if, if the Rams don't win it this year, they've got nothing. Yeah. And, but, but Dorian, I, I agree with you. San Francisco, the last two times we've seen them play LA, they've run the ball. Mm-hmm. And yes, it is Stafford versus Garoppolo, but it's not really. It's San Francisco versus LA. Mm-hmm. You know, Garoppolo, it, as long as he doesn't do something stupid. Now that's a big qualification. Huge as qualification. long as he doesn't do something stupid, he, They'll be fine, and that's why I'm picking them. Yeah. Weird Super Bowl. Seen it before, though. Yeah. Yeah, and in fact, Cincinnati's never lost an, an AFC championship game. So I haven't even got one of them. They've been to two. Ironically, the two Super Bowls they played in, uh, they've been against San Francisco. Mm, that's right. There's Thomas the Charm, you think? I, maybe. I mean, I, did, <laughs> I, I know this. I know Joe Burrow is special. Yeah. And I, I just talked about if, if the Rams don't win this year, then, you know, they don't have a chance. If teams don't catch Cincinnati this year, they may not have a chance. Yeah. Because Burrow's only going to get better. Chase is only going to get better. That offensive line, they have nowhere else to go but up. Right. Exactly. So, I mean, and I don't see Burrow. Now, I could be completely wrong. I don't see Burrow asking for Mahomes' contract. I don't see him going, I need $40 million. I see him taking 25 to 30 when the salary cap goes up and mm-hmm. keeping his boy there. Because let's not forget, Chase and Burrow, you know, they were in college together for a couple of years. Yeah. They're boys. Yeah. So you live in that world where you think that's possible, but you live in a world where Deion Sanders coaching Florida State and helping the black colleges from his post at Florida State's a problem. I'm confused. 
You believe no, that I know what I said was fifteen million dollar year discount. No, I, what I what I said was that the boosters of Florida State wouldn't let him do that. Not that he well, wouldn't do it, is that right. they wouldn't let him do it. Deion does what Deion wants. But you think Joe Joe Burrow is going to take a fifteen million dollar discount off market off the market? Yes, because I because I also Not know 15. that Burrow. I, I I believe I you know again this is just speculation. I believe Burrow knows that he can make that up in, in endorsements and. And speaking of endorsements, has anyone seen the new State Farm commercial and how it does not have Aaron Rodgers in it? They took those down quick. I love it. Dang. Not a big Man, fan of that guy. That paper on, yeah. It'll be tough. It's going to be uh, interesting to see what happens in this offseason because I think a lot of it has to do with, too, uh, you know, the places where he wants to play. Is it going to be one of those places that that's kind of, you know, not geared towards what he believed, but kind of like a place, like for instance, let's say if he would have, let's say he went to Tennessee, right? That area kind of, you know, goes along with a lot of what he believes. So maybe is it a comfort thing that he's looking for next place he goes to, a place that has a team, a place where he can kind of like be himself? Because all these other places, they are like getting in his ass about what he said, his belief. So. Well, and, and the people in Tennessee will kind of agree with him. Mm-hmm. So he he would fit fit in there. Um, people in Colorado don't. Um, people I can't think of, of of the people in Miami. They sure as hell don't. Mm. And so I I could really just imagine someone that went from Aga living in South Beach. And hell, that's gonna that's gonna work. Oh, they're there. Yeah. Oh, they are where, there. Where there's money, there's Maga. Yeah, this is true. And where there's crippling debt, there's also Maga. Yep. So I know I just. Here's my hope. This is the last week we have to talk about him until like March or April. Oh, That's narcissists don't work that way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's, He's going to make sure, podcast. He's gonna make sure he'll make sure he is. Uh, yeah, Pat McAfee's giving him a platform. Oh, yeah. Because you know why? Because people's ratings. People tune in. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Pat McAfee's like, I'll take this train wreck. <laughs> so we'll, we'll we'll take a quick break and then we'll, we'll be right back with some NBA talk. Want more Sandlot Sports? Follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports. And on Twitter, it's Podcast Sandlot. And and we're back. So I, I wanted to ask you guys a question. Um, Clay Thompson came back a couple of weeks ago. And first of all, does he not look like Jackie Moon? <laughs> he does. <laughs> Modern and, version. And, and second of all, do the Warriors look worse with him in the lineup? Steph's struggling since he came back. It, it seems as if like they're trying to force what they had instead of just, you know, they have to – one thing about basketball is that – because I've been on teams where a person come back from injury, and it's kind of like you try to get them reacclimate what you're doing. A lot of times it's like, no, they have to find their way and fit in. You know, you can start them, but if he's not giving you those minutes to where he's accustomed to, you know, bringing those other guys in and work them into it slowly because it's, it's, it's about rhythm. And you see of his – again, he hasn't played basketball, what, two years? Almost two years, oh something God. like that? So, before yeah. the pandemic. Yeah, so he's still trying to get into that – that that NBA feel of like continuous movement games and things of that nature. I mean, being away for two years, it can it can do that to you. But I'm sure they'll uh, I'm sure they'll figure it out. The main thing is get all the rust out now, so when the playoffs come, he can start you know getting into the groove of things and start being where they want him to be. So it's better to have him do have him do that now than around the playoff time. Well, and and that's true. But and I also wonder like how much of it is a missing Draymond Green. Because Raymond's been out for a few games too, and as we saw in the finals, he's really that engine. I mean, yeah. Steph is the driver. Yeah. Draymond Green's the engine. Yeah. He Steph's keeps some, everyone together. Steph's had some really bad shooting nights lately. Steph has been off since he broke the record. Yeah, like I think leading up to when he broke the three-point record, he was forcing threes up. I think yeah. he jacked himself up. Matter of fact, December he shot thirty-seven point four percent. January he shot twenty-nine point nine percent. Yeah, so hey. he, yeah, yeah. He, it's almost like a home run hitter that does the home run derby. You kind of, you jack up your swing because that's all you're doing. I think he just, he messed himself up going for the record. Yeah. Remember that's he all he was doing is shooting he, threes. Something else is going yeah. on. Because <clears throat> yeah. you got to think though, if all you're doing is shooting threes, you're just preparing to shoot threes. So I don't think that's it. Yeah. Something else is happening. Something else is happening. I don't, I don't know what it is. When did Clay come back? Do we know the date? That'd be interesting while I'm looking at these stats. They played, I want to say they played Cleveland that game. So whatever whatever game that was, only kind of like we have ESPN or something. Yeah, I'm working on it right now. It was against Cleveland. Hey, look at that! I got something right tonight. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. You're dead right. Yeah. Let's see. Where's Cleveland? Page for the night going every so often. Where's Cleveland? Okay, uh, November 18th. Sound right? No. 
That's too early. November eighteenth was when Clay came back. Oh, that's no. the last. That's the last time they played Cleveland. No, they played Cleveland on, on January 9th. That's when he came back. Oh, it, it was is? a home game. Okay. Oh, yeah, I see it right there. Sorry. All right. So in that game, Steph was four from 11 from the three-point line. And then he got two of nine, two of six, four of 10, four of eight, which is a good night. Six of 16, four of 13, one of 13. Yeah. He, well, and, and when did he break the record? That That's the important thing. Um, that was early in the season, earlier in the season, much earlier. Yeah, I want to say that was, um, was it against Sacramento? They play each other so much, we got to kind of find the date. Yeah, because I know because he was in he was in Orlando. That was the Orlando game was when he was like, "I'm gonna sh- 18 threes." <laughs> okay, yeah, and and let's look at that. So when when he came to Orlando on December sixth, he they were he was seven for thirteen, six for seventeen, and this is when he started going for the record. December fourteenth. Yep. So in Philly on December eleventh, he was going against his brother, three for fourteen, five for fifteen. Five for 14, five for 14, four for 12, eight for 14, five for 16, five for 14, six out of 12, one out of 10, one out of nine, four out of 11. Yeah, he, he again, it's a home run hitter that goes in the home run derby. Jacked up his swing, jacked up his rotation, and he needs an all-star break. He needs to not do the three-point contest and just reset. I agree. I just don't think that's how shooting works. Well, whatever he's doing now ain't working. Yeah, but I just, <clears throat> shooting more threes is not, I mean, that's like, I don't know. Don't practice threes. Don't shoot. It doesn't make sense to me. You gotta shoot your way out of it. <clears throat> He's just gotta have to. He's not John Starks. It's gotta be the quality of shots. <laughs> Maybe it's the quality of shots. I haven't been watching the Warriors as much, to be honest with you. So, yeah. but um, quality shots is huge. Your decision making that could be it. That that's the it bigger could... thing. That, yeah, it yeah. could be the decision making on what shot the shot selection. So that might have changed. And then the combination of losing Draymond and getting Clay back. There's a lot of chemistry things happening as far as on-court basketball chemistry stuff. So yeah. I don't know. Hopefully it's hopefully it's just a mental thing and he's not hurting somewhere that he's not talking about. But um, usually I, I just don't ever think sh- not stopping shooting and not shooting threes isn't going to fix a shooter. It's got to be a mental. It's got to be something he's doing. It's um. It's got to be shot selection or a chemistry switch and moving the ball differently. Yeah, yeah. I think it's the second. That's the second piece of that because shot selection. Steph's never really had great shot selection. He's, he's just always been able to make the, the bad shot. But, but when you are struggling, we need to make sure we're getting phone booth shots where I can set my feet, yeah. rise up in the phone booth, hit my jumper. That that's the thing. When you are struggling, you need to make sure we're getting the best quality shots we can. So you can evaluate yourself because you can't evaluate yourself on fadeaways. No. So or, or pull-ups. I love pull-up threes. They're fun to watch, but I don't know if they're the best shot. No. And I, and I think that's where having Draymond when he comes back, that extra ball rotation, allow yeah. Def to move without the ball, get open on screens, catch the ball, and just stop and pop. And, and I, I don't think, think Draymond's afraid to shut anybody down if they're fucking the offense up. To where it'd be like, no, yeah. we'll run it through Clay, or no, we'll run it through Kuminga or somebody else. Like, we'll figure it out. And Kaminga's come on. When oh, I yeah. watched a couple, a couple of the games, because I'm up late at night with the baby, and I'm like, ooh, who's this kid? Yeah. Yep. No, you know, they say the Warriors were building the super team. They've done well with their picks. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't feel like we've seen the best of Wiseman yet. Yeah. Well, and mm-hmm. I do know this. They've turned around Wiggins. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I, I think he was broken when he was traded for love. And I mm-hmm. think it broke his psyche. And, oh, but man. he got out there in Golden State, and he's become the player he was supposed to be. You got you got traded for token. Yeah. Yeah. Who's now leading a team that's, what, two games out of first? How the hell did this happen? Yeah. Has anyone seen the, the standings in the East recently? No. Check this out. So, I mean, I, I know the East is not as great as the West, but the the top six teams in the East are all separated by two games. Yep. That's insane. insane. We're more than halfway through the season, and there's no separation at the top. There's separation mm-hmm. at the bottom because the Magic suck, but there's yeah. no separation at the top. And Cleveland's number really five, a game and a half out of first. The Magic really, really suck. <laughs> they really suck. Like, horribly bad. It's terrible. It's bad, man. Despicable. You know it's bad you when you what? go... Mm. Jalen Suggs looks good. Hey, like he's healthy. So is Cole Anthony. Those guys are fun to watch. Yeah. yeah. And I like Bamba. I know he hasn't been what we hoped he would be, but he's developed a jump shot, a, a, yeah. a working jump shot, which is huge for big men nowadays. He still blocks shots and rebounds. So I don't know. I like him. And I knew they got Franz Wagner. They got the I brother. missed when they got Mo as well. They got everybody. They got the whole family. You know, get, get the brother and get you know the German connection. <laughs> um, so I know we're getting. Go ahead. No, no. I was gonna say uh, real quick. 
Um, so there was an article or a video blog came out talking about the frustration that James Harden has with Kyrie. Oh, wait, uh, wait, wait. We're only like a few games into the season. <laughs> what? No, Kyrie's rubbing someone the wrong way? I yeah. never thought I would ever hear about that. <laughs> so, yeah. So, so James Harden's like, I don't know about this experiment. So, curious to see how um, how that plays out. But it's um, in the East. I mean, from uh from Miami and Milwaukee, like there's, I don't think I was telling someone like, yes, KD is a specimen of a basketball player. However, it's going to take a lot of him with the other two to be able to knock a team, a team like Miami or a team like Milwaukee, because they play well together. I've, I've, I've been watching the, the heat and I don't know what Pat Riley is doing. But whatever he's doing, he's working because they play together as a team and they are tough to beat, very tough to beat. So they're going to be a tough out as well as Milwaukee, too. So it's not it's not a, a freebie for the uh, Nets. They're really going to have to figure out this Kyrie situation about, you know, him not being able to play at home. Those, those are potential losses there, you know. So Like tonight when they lost to the Lakers? Yeah, exactly. That's something they really have to think about. Like, we're in the playoffs and you're not here when we need you, especially um, and even even in the early rounds, right? Uh, depending on who they play, if they don't have Kyrie to play in those home games, okay. who's to say okay, that I'm, I'm, team can steal I'm going to stop you. I'm, I'm going to stop you. I hate I hate to do this. I know you're, you're going off from the, the Germans bomb Pearl Harbor, but um, do you know the maximum fine for Kyrie Irving if he plays a game in New York? Like $5,000? $5,000. Yeah, and punishable by fine means legal for the rich. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. telling me that if they go down 0-2 and they're coming back home, that they're not going to pay the five grand to get Kyrie out there? I don't know why they just don't write the check and let yeah. it happen. Yeah, I, I know yeah. it was five grand. I thought it was more than that. No, nope. it's five grand. What is that, five cents to the building? Well, they got, you got to remember, they, they have to make it doable. So, it's stupid. I see, I see yeah, you're saying. Yeah, I mean... And, and you, you got a bigger point about if, if Harden's not going to get along with Kyrie, that's the bigger problem. And who would have thought that James Harden and Kyrie Irving wouldn't get along? I'm so shocked by that. <laughs> well, let's, let's just be honest here, too. Who's Harden gotten along with? Who's Kyrie gotten mm-hmm. along with? Uh, who's Harden gotten along with? Yeah. Didn't get along with Russell, didn't get along with the Rockets. Now, speak, speaking of Russell, I, I do want to get on to our final story, but I want to, want to go with this real quick. BJ, you said something you know, at the playoffs last year is that Westbrook looked happy in D.C. He looked happy to be there. He looked happy to be there with, with Bradley Beal. He goes out to L.A., and he does not look happy. At all. Bradley Beal is happy, though. He said that oh, yeah. ever since he got Kuzma, KCP, the floor is spread out, has more movement. He said he's loving it. <laughs> Dude, I mean, they're – they're right now they're in the playing tournament mm-hmm. and you know they're very could very easily move up into a secure playoff spot easily I'm telling you Shashevsky had a term when JJ was playing that sometimes his team gets caught JJ watching and that's <laughs> what happens when you play Russell Westbrook you just you know you ain't getting the ball so you're just like you stand there and look at Russ and then all of a sudden the defense is just tight and yeah that's okay just, I'll, I'll go watch Russ 2.0 and John Morant uh-huh. uh but Jock ja, ja can shoot a little bit though yeah, Ja can shoot, and Ja will occasionally pass. Ja will pass. Yeah. He's he going to be a problem. Yeah. So, uh, speaking of problems, I do want to get to our, our last hockey story. We have hockey talk today. Hockey. You have hockey so, talk today. Well, hockey. yeah. Well, not, not, no, no, no. Not honky talk. Hockey talk. If it's hockey talk, it's honky talk. <laughs> 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 oh, so man. here in Orlando, we actually have a a professional, well, semi-professional hockey team. Who? They're they're part of the Orlando Solar Bears. Oh, good for them. Yeah, good for them. They're actually very fun to go to the games and very affordable. It's like twenty bucks a ticket, but very affordable. Mm. They're in. It's in the the e, what's the ECHL, the East Coast Hockey League. Well, they weren't involved in this, but two other teams were. Apparently, there was a fight um i think it was a south carolina team and a birmingham team and somebody got thrown into the net which was actually fun to watch um and they did the hockey thing like hey we're gonna fight we're gonna fight kind of fight and then somebody made a racial gesture and i think he's drinking out of a straw now for the next few days oh it's if he not he should be apparently he was pk pk subon's brother Mm -hmm. i think it was who the gesture was to um and yeah the, the guy who made it the the league basically said Fuck him. <laughs> you got beat up. <laughs> Just go for it. <laughs> yep. Yeah. 
Karma has a way of playing himself, man. That's what you get. That's the problem. The previous uh, few years have made people awful comfortable to come out and talk about their beliefs. But what they don't understand is a lot of people that oppose their beliefs and don't don't necessarily like their language. And there's consequences for some of that behavior. Absolutely. And and the problem is the people that have those beliefs think they're people that they're saying these these things to are just going to sit back and go oh no don't don't hurt me with your words like no they will punch back right. they will punch back hard yeah. <laughs> let them eat milkshakes exactly. <laughs> no insurance is pretty good too talk to kanye ask how he ate when his jaw was wired shut yeah yeah don't care <clears throat> nope and and bj you said you, you said it right he got what he deserved. Absolutely. I just I thought it was so funny. The league came out and it was a big thing. And the league basically didn't suspend any of the players that beat him up. Suspended him for two games. Yeah. <laughs> You're a piece of shit. Sit at the house. <laughs> I hope he tries to get a lawyer. They beat me up for my beliefs. Well, your beliefs are stupid. What? <laughs> you don't have to like anybody, but you can let them live. Yeah. And you just if you don't want to be around them, you can go away from them. That's perfectly fine. Yep. Nobody have anything to say about that. Less Tylenol to have to take on a daily basis anyways. Yep. So guys, that, that about wraps it up for, for tonight. So ladies and gentlemen, this has been Sandlot Sports. Peace. Want more Sandlot Sports? Just follow us on Facebook at Sandlot Sports or on Twitter at Sandlot Sports 21.